Hello, everyone, and welcome to Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. Each week, I bring you an outstanding guest from across America and around the world here on this podcast to encourage you, to build you up, and help you get your faith moving for God. And today, my longtime friend from Fort Myers Christian Center in Fort Myers, Florida, my dear friend all the way from New York City, Pastor Lynn Bracco. Lynn, God bless you, and thank you so much for being with me today. So good to be with you, my friend. Now, I, I like to kid Lynn because of this New York City accent. Uh, she was <laughs> born and raised in New York City in Staten Island, but uh, but she uh, she has this way when she introduces me. She she calls me Richard Rabbits, Richard Rabbits, because she's from New York. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have this great this great accent, unmistakably New York, Lynn. <laughs> I didn't think I had an accent. Oh no, no, no. She thinks I have an accent. Okay. I do, definitely do. <laughs> Lynn, uh, you you came up under a very powerful, spirit filled grandmother in New York City. Did you ever did you ever have any idea or dream that that God would call you into the ministry, or were you just thinking you were just following in her steps, or just watching her in ministry? Yes, very uniquely, I had no clue, but all I knew was that she was blowing through me. I translated for her when I was five and six years old. Now, she's speaking Italian, right? She's speaking Italian. She's stubborn, didn't want to learn English. Okay. Didn't want to learn it. So you you, you were fluent in Italian. Oh, yeah. I learned Italian before I learned English because she raised me. Okay. So um, when we used to go to the marketplace, uh, she would you know, tell, get a word of knowledge for the guy with the tomatoes. And I would be very boldly, you know, and she'd say, tell him that, don't worry, his, his son is going to soon to return. And I say, my grandmother said that your son will be coming home. How does she know about my son? Yeah. And I, I say, she's a woman of God and she hears from God. So if you saw a little five-year-old giving you a word of knowledge, you know, it was very extraordinary. Very extraordinary. And I was very protective of her at five. Don't make fun of her that she can't speak or whatever. But I didn't realize that there was uh, an anointing coming within me that would be required at this point. And that grandmother, I slept with her till I was 18 years old and I got married because she lived with mom and dad. And that grandmother, every night, you know, I would be trying to study, go to sleep. Her hands used to be on my back. You know, she'd go to the restroom and come back and she'd get the sha-ta-ta-ta-ba-ba. And I'd say, Okay, all right, okay, okay, calm down. Meanwhile, little did I know that that was the power, the anointing, and the calling that was being placed in my life. And the rest is just history. We just, we just did what we felt we needed to do in the streets of New York City, in the projects, in the five boroughs. My husband and I and my two little kids, we went and we propagated the gospel, and the Lord lifted us from Brooklyn, New York, up to Boston, Massachusetts, the most beautiful place, Boston. And we were there, grew a church, 40 cranky New Englanders, <clears throat> excuse me, New Englanders. But, <laughs> you know, they say that's the land of the frozen chosen. Yes. <laughs> but the Holy Ghost came in and blew it apart in six months from 40 people you had 300 people. Well, I remember because uh, Lindsay and I would come up there and minister. And, and didn't, my, didn't my dad and mother come up there and minister as well? They did. I thought they, they did. did. Yeah. They did. Came to the high school. Now, you, you, don't think of a, you just don't think of a powerful, charismatic church in the Boston area, but you had one. Yes, we did. And he, your dad, would, he was leading me across the stage. I'll never forget. 
patted me on the back and he says, now prophesy that section. I said, what? He said, go ahead. You pro- a full high school. You got it in your, he pushed me to be prophetic in a service in which you, you talk about pressure <laughs> and the Holy Spirit used me and it was great. Things were going so well, Lynn, Pastor Lynn, it was so well, it was fabulous anointing upon you and your husband and your whole family was involved in the ministry. When all of a sudden uh, we got a phone call from you that your husband had suddenly had a heart attack, which you watched happen literally and passed away. Uh, we were virtually on the phone with you at the same time it happened. Yes, you are. And uh, I'll never forget that. You and Lindsay were so dear to me, so close. And it was a tragedy that began just unbelievably and then led into other terrible things that were discovered after his death, which put me into a, a total nervous breakdown. We, we grew the church for the following year, you know. The folks said, you co-pastor, take it, run with it. But then we started to discover some some very interesting things about Paul. And, um, of course, when the man is dead, they had nobody but me to pin everything on, you know. And my mind couldn't take it. That's how I wound up in Florida. Well, it wasn't, that was a time when, when women were not accepted in the ministry in the way that they are accepted today, Lynn. And you, you caught the brunt of that there in Boston. Yes. The denomination that we were with, you know, like, no, how could you possibly do that? But it was the will of God for one year. It was a wonderful year until there was this discovery of the past. And uh, unfortunately, I had to, you know, in, in the Old Testament, Richard, where, you know, if, if a man, uh, did something wrong to someone else, murdered somebody, they would put that body on their backs and let that body decay, you know it. And it's, they sort of put my husband's sin on my back. And that's how I fell apart. And of course, you knew nothing. You knew nothing of that. No one knew anything about it. You found out about no. it later. Later, okay? Yeah. And what happens, I come down here, you know, to rest because I, I really had a total breakdown. Did you really think your ministry was over? Yes, I did. At, at a young age, you virtually retired to Florida thinking your ministry's over. Just to recover, Richard. And when I came down here, my daughter came with me and she says, Mama, you get well. My crazy daughter, you know, Dawn Gale. She said, you get well. I'm going to watch you and I'm going to work and we're going to be okay. And I said, all right. I got well. I walked the beaches. I, I had, you know, my ear pods on and I got well. But a lady next door who was a realtor in town in Naples, she said, now, listen, I've been watching you and I'm in charge. We're building the dunes on the beach and, and you've got it. You've got the charisma. And I want, why don't you come, I'll train you and you could be in real estate and you can make a lot of money. And I said, well, really? So I prayed and Dawn came home from work that day. I'll never forget it. And I said, Dawn, Mary said that maybe I should get into real estate because I had the, she looked at me, she says, are you kidding me? I said, no, I think maybe, maybe that's all done, sweetheart. Maybe it's over. Maybe mom's supposed to do this. You just get yourself into that Bible and pray. And this is not where it ends, mom. It's not, she was just so 
she still thinks she's the boss of me. She still thinks she's the boss. But I did pray, and we had a small prayer meeting, as you know, eight people in a, in a house. She played the keys. I moved in the spirit. It went from eight to 20 to 30. Finally, the lady said it was in a hall. But now you, you started on Friday nights, as I recall. Right, and you, you came. Well, I remember... I remember that you came to Tulsa to be a guest. Well, you in those days you were speaking in Lindsay's women's conferences, but also you were coming on our television program. And I remember uh, we made a commercial for you, which you aired in Fort Myers. And they had their services now on a Friday night there in Fort Myers. And there, as I recall, the phrase was, "With a week like yours, you need a night like ours." That's right. I haven't it. forgotten, Lynn. You didn't uh, forget you that. did that on a fr- on a Friday night, and all of a sudden that began to burgeon and grow. And then tell us what happened after that. They said, you know, anybody's a friend of the Roberts could be a friend of ours. <laughs> See, your anointing, your anointing, and I'll never forget when I had broken down in my mind that you and Lindsay invited me out to that compound, and you gave me shelter for weeks just getting my head back together again. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. So here we are down there Friday night alive and you coming on commercial say, hey, my friend Lynn Bracco is starting some services down there in Florida. Well, everybody's coming to look for Richard. They were coming looking for you. (laughs) I said, no, he's not here, but his spirit is here. And that's how we grew our church. The spirit of the rock. And now you've, you're reaching out all through the, the Fort Myers area. Talk a little bit about the feeding program that you've had over the years and, and the people that you have, you've helped and blessed uh, there in the greater Fort Myers area. Yes. Well, you know that from Brooklyn to Boston, we were always an outreach church. I mean, that's how my grandmother raised me. My grandmother gave away more stuff than she kept. So outreach in New York, outreach in Boston, when I came down here, it just was part of me. So even in the pandemic now, we fed hundreds upon hundreds. We delivered food into their houses. People were desperate, but we kept going. We never shut down. Yes, with the CDC, we did the mass, we did the thing, we did, the, we did it all, but it never stopped. We kept reaching out. And every week we purchased the food. We don't just have a little bit of rice, a little bit of beans. We purchased chicken. And, and chop meat and things that cost more, but we, we want to give the five food groups. That's why we get so many people that come. And when they come into our food pantry, it's not just a bag of food. Everyone gets the attention, the hope. See, people are hopeless right now, Richard. Hopeless. Is this, am I ever going to get back to normal? Households, Richard, families are distraught. They're breaking apart. The children are confused. I can't handle all the needs. We've got to talk to the kids. The kids are masked, no mask. I'm in school. I'm not in school. I'm online. I'm online. In the phone. It's terrible. And yet in the midst of the pandemic, you've been having miracles still. Yes, Richard. Miracles in the pandemic. Let me tell you the greatest miracle in the pandemic. Fighting. You know, our, our building was under foreclosure for three years because the bondholders wanted their money. It was, we didn't have the money. They're foreclosing on us. I, we had 60 days notice to get out of our building after three years. I remember. And I said, remember, huh? I, I prayed. Do. 
Yes. And uh, so we, we got rid of six dumpsters worth of stuff. You know, the stuff you accumulate over the years. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we were preparing to move out. And one day I went into that sanctuary, which was a six bay mechanics barn, a Toyota building. We turned into a church and a campus. I went in and I said, how God could it end like this? This place is filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. What's going on? Well, let me tell you something. I got a phone call from somebody on the East Coast of Florida that said, I've got some people interested in, in helping you out with your building. Now, at this point, I was tapped out. I said, oh, really? I've just tried 18 different financial institutes. Nobody wants to touch a church in foreclosure. No, no, this is good. Within 48 hours, Richard, a phone call was made. It was a cash deal. I didn't ask any questions or look at any background of these folks that this LLC that came from the East Coast. We got our building back. And for three years, we don't have to pay a mortgage payment. Praise God. Now, you tell me, how could this possibly happen outside of God, Richard? In, in the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of the pandemic. Well, this is a good word to those of you watching and listening today. Come on. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like you're going through, God can make a way in the wilderness. He can make a river in the desert. He can make a pathway for you. If God can do this for Pastor Lynn Bracco, when it Come looked on. like everything was lost, lost, he can do it for you because he's no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, 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 Richard. Absolutely. You see, no matter what, it's not how many times you get knocked down. And you know my history. I have I, two years ago, I had cancer in the kidney, and, and I just knew that it was a test that was going to build me up. But you and rose up. <laughs> I, no matter how many times I get knocked down, I'm resilient because the spirit that was in my grandmother, that I was taught at her knee, is in me. The spirit that's in your was in your father is in you. Well, Lynn, if you look at the Bible, you find how many times the Apostle Paul was knocked down. But each time he was knocked down, he got up. Yes. It's not getting knocked down that's important. It's getting back up. And that's what you have done. And my friends, that's what you need to do. This is a living testimony. And this is the reason why I wanted Pastor Lynn to be on the program today, to be an encouragement to you. And especially if you are a woman and you feel a call of God to ministry in the authority of Jesus' name, I dispel all those oh, rumors oh. that you've heard that you cannot yeah. have an anointed ministry because here is a powerful woman come who on. has a powerful ministry and she has come through hell on wheels. And uh, yet here she she's standing today ministering to people in Fort Myers, Florida. You can do it. Yes, it's a choice. It's a choice. You could choose to die like those lepers. Well, we say here, you'll die. Uh, if we go in there, we might die. Yeah, but let's strike a blow. Let's go in swinging. And I'm always swinging. It's a choice. And then, you know, Richard, the worst thing that can happen to a parent is to lose a child. Sure. Having, lost, having lost one, I understand. You know. I, I, we lost, I, we lost our, our family members. I lost my boy. The heart. See, to a father, it's, it's hard. But to a mother, that 
body it was part of your body it's like your arm got amputated because at once he was in me at once and now he's gone how of course you say how could the, what but you know something it's a choice you either are going to trust in the lord with all of your heart don't lean on what you can understand in all your ways acknowledge he's god He's got everything in control. And I made it through the worst, worst pit of my life. I climbed out and I said, okay, devil, I'm going to take back thousands to allow my son to die. So, you know, Richard, it's no easy thing. No, it's, it's not. But uh, there's nowhere in the Bible that says it's easy. <laughs> no. But those of us who endure to the end, and that's what you're doing, that's what I'm doing, and that's what we're encouraging you. Pastor Lynn, there are people watching right now who are desperate for prayer, and maybe they're in a situation like you, or maybe they're in another situation, but it's different, and yet it's the same. Would you pray right now, as we bring this to a close today, would you pray, and then let me follow you with prayer? Yes, amen. Now, Lord Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you, Lord, that you're raising up an army you're raising up an army of folks that won't bend and won't bow and they won't burn. God, I pray that those that are watching this right now who feel hopeless, they feel like, when is this ever going to end? Is it ever going to end? Where is the normal? To them, I say the only normal is the setting on the dryer. You must get up and pursue, overtake, and recover all. In the name of Jesus, today, I speak strength to you. I speak hope to you. Hope. Have confident expectation in the God that you serve. He will not let you down. I'm thinking of, of Abraham and Sarah. Abraham said, Sarah, you're dead inside. I'm dead inside. But God said, we will have a son. And they had no matter how dead your situation looks today, I am living proof that you choose to get up again and he will escort you into that new thing in Jesus. And I add my prayers to Pastor Lynn's prayers for strength, for hope, and for healing. And I remind you of Exodus fifteen twenty six, which says, I am the Lord. Yes. Don't look to the left or the right. He yes. is the Lord. I yes. am the Lord. The answer is I not am. the government. The answer is not your family. Mm. I am the Lord that healeth yes, thee. And yes, I look to him in your behalf. And I command every Hallelujah. satanic attack to loose you and set you free. Hallelujah. I speak a word of healing to you in the authority of Hallelujah. Jesus' name. I believe God for the miraculous in your life. And I am expecting your miracle. Something good is going to happen to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Pastor Lynn, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. It's such an honor. Hey, can I just squeeze one little thing in? Of course. We've raised up a prayer army across the nation. We are called prayer links. We are linked together on a Monday night. I did this for 150 days when the pandemic blew up. And I hundreds pray with me on Monday night on my wall. Simple Facebook, my wall, and we pray for a half hour. I've gained so many friends from New England down the coast across the nation. Okay, now you're, you say it's on Facebook Monday nights? 
my wall on Facebook. Okay, now, where, where do they go to on Facebook to find us? Lynn Bracco. Just go to Lynn Bracco on Facebook. And wh- what's your what's your church's website? FMCOC.com. One more time. Fort Myers Christian Outreach Center. Fort Myers Christian Outreach Center. Online, uh, your services, are you still on Fowler Avenue? Fowler Street. (laughs) I've been there many times. If you are in the greater Fort Myers area and you're looking for a Holy Spirit church, go and try out Fort Myers Christian Outreach Center with Pastor Lynn Bracco and her tremendous staff. I know you'll be blessed because every time I've been there, I have been blessed. Pastor Lynn, thank you so much for being with me today. And thank you for joining me today. Join me next week here on the podcast for another outstanding special guest. See you next time. And as I said, I expect something good to happen to you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts. Please share with your friends on social media and help spread the healing, saving good news of Jesus with others. And if you need prayer, go to oralroberts.com slash prayer or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.